welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. Let's talk about Married at First Sight. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to yet another episode of Zack the Snack. Well, you're still running with that. <laughs> Look, I had nothing to do with that, okay? That is some woman on the show who will remain nameless because I have forgotten who it was. Uh, same. But it's stuck. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I know people the world over love that nickname. So let's go to Hungry. Shall we? Yes, they are in Budapest, the epitome mm-hmm. of romance. You know I rolled my eyes so <laughs> freaking hard at that. Well, I mean, I have to say the scenery did look nice, pretty, more than, you know, just your random U.S. city. Again, it's, I don't I don't understand these divisions because yeah it just looks different than like new york or something because these these cities have existed for hundreds of years you know yes, like thus the epitome of romance i just uh, <laughs> uh, i don't know it it frustrates me like where are we going to be next week well hometowns so yeah. we won't get an opportunity to go to another place that is just the romantic most romantic place in the world Oh, yeah. Well, the women got to see a little bit of it, I guess, as they went to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so so much ooing and aahing as they walked down the street. It was just so great. Such a romantic city. We also see another sit-down with Jesse, where Zach essentially repeats everything he said to Jesse last week. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what what did you think of his descriptions of the wo- of the women? Because I, I came out of that with many question marks for Brooklyn based on his lackluster description. Well, he said a f- a firecracker. She's fun. She's a cowgirl. I don't know if those are the terms you want to hear. That's it. That's that's all there was to it. So definitely some foreshadowing there. Do you think anybody else is in danger based on that? Um. Well, I guess Cat, because he said things were off last week. Yeah, that's super. That's comforting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Things were super off last week. I'm sure everything will turn around this week, though, for sure. And then, of course, he said he's excited to see Greer, but Mm -hmm. lots of time taken away. I know. It's always sad when time is taken away. It's so very sad. So uh, let's let's go to to a one-on-one here, unless you have anything else. Nope. Katie is bestowed the the one-on-one oh, so wonderful i'm so happy for her everyone is happy for her well zach clearly likes her mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so... And uh, I don't remember what the context of this was, but I wrote down the phrase belly slap. Do you remember what that was? I do, actually, if you can even believe it. Uh, when they met up and embraced and everything, for some reason, I don't know if it had something to do with the fact that she was wearing a shirt that like had some holes in it, like intentional oh, yeah, strategic kind of like a crop holes. top, yeah. And they got together and they're just standing across from each other and she just smacked her belly. I don't know why, but okay, so he, pretty, that was, pretty un- he, inconsequential. Then. Yeah, he was responding to that. I'm glad that I could help you understand your notes. So they went on this vertical train sort of thing, which I'd never it's seen a before. Funicular. I know, but I thought it looked cool. I'd never heard of funicular before. Yeah, I have been on one actually. Oh, <laughs> you never told me about that. <laughs> I just never came up in in our episodes. I I guess uh, we we haven't come across funiculars before on our seasons here together. Uh, yeah, it's what a fun thing. It's not a, it's not quite the same thing as like a cable car or a gondola because you know, those are sort of suspended typically or by wires. Where this is basically a couple cars, like railroad cars on tracks that counterbalance each other and pull you up the mountain. Yeah, I thought that was cool. See? Educational as well, this show. Hmm. So once they get to the top, Zach tells Katie that he learned he's 80% British and that he's there i guess family last name used to be shackle cross mm-hmm. super impressive <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yes i just uh what an interesting tidbit so fun mm-hmm. what did you think about uh just the the rest of their time on the on the mountaintop i mean you you had the love typewriter hmm yeah i mean (laughs) wow i don't know someone said that must have taken zach forever to type because it was like so long but you can't just type normally i mean you can type pretty fast on a typewriter potentially it didn't look like that was happening but i was just a little confused because i'm pretty sure he told Okay, well, the the, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he told her that he was going to write her a poem, but what he outputted wasn't a poem, as far as mm-hmm. I could tell. It's a little bit of a stretch. It's more of a love letter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she also it, writes one. Was it romantic enough for you? I mean, I'm sure it was. I don't remember the contents wow. of it. <laughs> wow, they were obviously pledging their undying love to each other. Yeah, a little cheesy. For at least another 15 minutes. I did notice that on Katie's letter, when she signed it at the bottom, it said K-A-T-Y. Boy. (laughs) She uh, mistyped. Well, on a typewriter, though, you can't, like, just hit backspace or whatever, so. All right, you uh, you would have to. You're stuck. Strike through. Uh Uh-huh. 
So back at the hotel, we see that Brooklyn will be getting the second one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Which again, I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy for you. Tears. I know. I days. just, <laughs> I just found that hilarious. Mm. You're gonna have so much fun. <laughs> just dies inside. Oh, yep. Poor cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, things not looking so great. Uh. I just noted, doesn't he miss me as much as I miss him? It would appear not. That's sad. Very, very sad. But what you gonna do? Just basically wait until your demise. Exactly. It's typically what happens here. So... Oh, let's get back to the date, okay? I'm all about the interesting, juicy, amazing stuff happening. I don't have time for cat's tears, all right? Well, at the nighttime portion, they go to what Zach describes the oldest bathhouse in Hungary. Mm-hmm. Which, holy cow, was it reverby in there? I did notice that. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when they like got to the pool part after the dinner is like, whoa. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's basically a giant wide open space made out of stone. It's like as yeah. reflective as you get. <laughs> I mean, goodness gracious. Uh, yeah. So Katie describes after Zach asks her what she wants. She wants family stability because she's never felt that from a man. Mm-hmm. And tells Zach he would make a great husband and father. And then launches into, I guess, the reason why she needs stability. Yeah, that was a bit rough. Yeah, she said her dad left when she was young and moved away to Florida. And didn't she didn't fully get to know him until she was 16 when his mom passed away. And then he tried to get back in their lives, but yeah, he he tried he tried to uh, re-enter, but it didn't sound like it went super well. No, she was saying he'd like missed too much, I guess, or it's just kind of too late at yeah. that point. Mm-hmm. And then also earlier in her life, her mom was in a relationship with a guy who became a father figure to her, but then he left when she was in eighth grade. That, that this is like emotional damage, real, just repeated emotional damage. That is really unfortunate. So she's essentially lost two father figures. And I thought it was interesting the way Zach responded to Katie versus, you know, anyone else who maybe he doesn't like as much. She would have given him the same story because I feel like kind of like with Brooklyn or other people, it's not the story they're sharing why he eliminates them because this only seemed to draw him closer to Katie. So I don't, I've seen a lot of commentary about the second a woman's life is not quite perfect or whatever. Zach ditches them, but I don't think, I don't think that's true. Yeah. I, I guess I would probably lean towards it not being true as, as well. I think that it just 
they things are already so what am I trying to say? I'm basically that he's decided stuff, essentially. Yeah. You know, and that that's like he's generally speaking, he's decided stuff way before we've even gotten there. And so moments like this I tend to view as just it's essentially, oh, we'll have a nice time and it gets you more time to build the connection, obviously, but he already, you know, has the top three or whatever planned for her. And so unless something so awful happens to like to divert him from that, that is such huge disaster. I would agree with you that I, I don't think that he's changing course. And so when you have somebody else who isn't liked as much, like he's already going to send them home. That's already decided. And then, you know, say the, the date or the, the moments, whatever it may be, just weren't special enough to change his mind, but he had already made his mind. Yeah, that makes sense. That's kind of how, how I see it. Could I be wrong? Sure. Why not? I'm wrong all the time. But I, that, I think that is how how it goes. And of course, they're in a bathhouse. Gotta get in the bath. Yes, which was even more echoey. <laughs> yeah. He that, also tells her only to share what she's comfortable with. Well, you don't want to be uncomfortable. No, but usually... There's kind of like a trauma dump, I feel like. Almost like producers have encouraged the women to like dump everything on The Bachelor. Well, <clears throat> look, it, we got to get everything out there in order for your connection to grow. I mean, come on. It just doesn't make sense to me, but especially to somebody you don't know super well. Right, I know. So she obviously gets the rose. What? <laughs> yep. She's safe. He gets to meet her family. I always tear up when that happens. When I get the confirmation. It's just... Warms your heart, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it hits me in a soft spot. It really does. So uh, sh should we go back to London real quick? I guess so. To Greer. Uh-huh. Who was quarantined for the past six days. Oh, so fun. Actually, was she was she in London or Estonia? So I know she wasn't in Budapest. So I I it looked like London. Oh, okay. Cause it was uh, the exterior shot was super skyscrapers and i think because the week he got covid was in london yeah i just didn't know because it was like the beginning of estonia where they said greer got covid so i didn't know if she had traveled with them but so i what i think happened was that she got covid 
at some point during during that week that they were that they were in London um cuz she didn't get a chance to see him yeah at all so uh, regardless she's excited to get out of quarantine and get back on the show get back to building the connections i mean oh yeah let's do this little does she know well perhaps and back to hungary time for the group date mm-hmm so ariel cat gabby and charity walk into the super dark theater supposedly the birthplace of magic yes i believe what he said was it's basically budapest is basically the birthplace of magic which there again there are so many claims like this it just <laughs> i never bothered to look them up either i just assumed that they're false from the get-go and never concern Prob myself about them ever again probably a good policy so he does all this weird stuff with them, like hold your hands out, drop your non-dominant hand. Well, you should probably say, who is he? Oh, a magician slash mentalist. He's a mentalist. Totally different. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I guess during this whole, like, close your hands, draw a heart, one just appeared on Gabby's hand. Well, so it was, a, it was a magic trick. So he drew a heart on Zach's hand, and it... I, I forget if they uh, hyped it up a ton, like the mentalist or magician hyped it up a bunch as if, like, this is the the woman that, like, truly loves you, but then the reveal was that the heart was on Gabby's hand. <laughs> I don't know how he did that, but... It's magic. Budapest is basically the birthplace of magic. Well, have I have... extra magic I, ha there. I have my doubts about how good his magic skills are. I mean, I'm sure he's a perfectly great magician. I mean, you couldn't explain how how the trick went, so... Well, no, I'm referring to this next thing. Oh, you're so, th but that's mentalism. That's not magic. Okay. <laughs> wow. Christy is so confused right now. <laughs> well, the next thing was reading minds, which is kind of like a series of questions. And then um, he started with Gabby. Yeah, basically, he gives them prompts and stuff and is extracting certain words out of their minds with his mental powers. And then he writes the words that he extracted on his little blackboard that he has. And then he's like, is this how you answered my question in your mind yeah so with gabby's he said people can see right through you and then eventually asked her to think of a word and she says safety and comfort and apparently that's what he had written down i just feel like 
there had to have been some producer involvement. Oh, of course. Of course. Like, either they gave him their questionnaires or they filled him in on things they might say. Uh, of, of course. But I do need to say two things here real quick. The first is this is a date and Zach was wearing a flannel shirt. Like a plaid <laughs> flannel shirt. I, I didn't even notice that. I don't. I, I, I'm I a lover of flannel. And even I was like. Too, too casual for you. Maybe, maybe when you're on a group date or a date of any kind that is such high stakes, perhaps you should dress the part a little bit. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that uh, I I loved Gabby's uh, attempts at swearing diversion. So like at one point, because she was very freaked out by by the whole mentalist powers. And so at one point in her ITM, she was like, shiitake mushrooms. <laughs> and then uh, later... Of course, what the front door? I liked that one. <laughs> so we can go back to seeing right through her. So the other thing that he said, right, was that she confuses people. Yeah, that's kind of an odd thing to say. I just... um. I think that uh, I'm going to say say things right now, okay? Because as as we find out later, I'm jumping ahead a little bit. She has a ADHD. And I'm assuming that the show knows that. Yes. And so that is a very cruel barb to throw in the direction of an ADHD person because that's like so. this in a lot of ways the source of ADHD people's trauma is this confusing like confusion and people not understanding uh -huh. them exactly um and he was just casually yeah <laughs> you confuse everyone uh so that uh of course had some mental impact there yeah, that's producers playing to their strengths in a very their strength, cruel which way. Which is torture. Yep. Uh, so what about Ariel? Yeah, is, Ariel is next. She is trying to protect her heart, and the mentalist asks her to think of a reason, and she says, because of heartbreak. And of course, that is. You know exactly what the mentalist wrote down. He extracted it from her mind. He has so much power. <laughs> so Charity is next. Um, he asked why her previous relationships didn't work. And she says infidelity, which I think we had heard last week. Mm -hmm. And then it was Kat's turn. And... She is asked, is she ready to meet Zach? And she says, I think so, well, well, for her to meet her family. Yeah. And 
I think so. Yes. Kind yeah, of the yes. wrong answer. I, I think so. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. And then, has she ever thought of walking away? She nods her head yes. Mm. But she does say she's the right person for Zach. She swears it. I don't think Zach was convinced. No, no. He definitely, he, he has some decisions to make. He looked a little worried. Zach does not have much of a poker face, I've noticed. <laughs> I know. No, he's like listening and just like, just absolute horror I on know. his face. It's like, well, I don't think that went for you. She should have known then that she was going home. Yeah. Perhaps. So at the nighttime portion, we see Earl and Zach talking. And I thought this was really funny about her dad. And like her imitating her dad's accent and what her dad thinks of the show. Yeah, because she is... Uh, her family is from Ukraine, I believe. Yes. And they're also Jewish, I guess. But her dad is like, yeah, they do orgies. They'll force you to get naked. He's not wrong. I mean, not about the orgy part, <laughs> but <laughs> the the naked part. I mean, uh, yes. True. I mean, I'm not convinced. Read the orgies. I mean, no, it gets that might, so boring. That might be a bit far. But. Well, it wouldn't be with the leads, but, I mean, those contestants get real bored. <laughs> so with Charity and Zach, she kind of has to explain, I guess, the stuff from earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. She, because she, oh man, she felt this relationship slipping through her fingers after oh, no. after the mentalist Gotta, gotta rescue it. Mm-hmm. So she talks about staying in relationships longer than she should have, and she hasn't forgiven herself for that yet. Nope. But she wants to reassure Zach that she's all the way in. The doubt is, like, on her end, not about how she feels about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and he needed that. He needed that explanation and reassurance i feel like zach needs validation even more sometimes than the women do because if the woman shows any sign of faltering that's when he's like showing them the door yeah i i don't know if that's also related to his fear of people being there for the wrong reasons it could be yeah but who heckin' knows? So he's feeling better after that conversation. She's feeling better after that conversation. Uh, just hallelujah. Doesn't look like she's leaving just yet. Maybe. We'll see. Hmm. So it's Gabby's turn now. And I guess before she actually talked to Zach, she was talking about her ADHD, which you had mentioned earlier. Yeah, she was struggling. Uh, oh, she said that the, uh, the mentalist unlocked a new fear for her. <laughs> That's so cruel. Uh, she's, I... she's worried she's going to be too much for Zach. Mm-hmm. Yep, which when they have their conversation, like he insists that he's good with all of it and with her. 
which is just classic, classic person without ADHD trying to date a person with ADHD. Of course, <laughs> she's super fun and wonderful for now. <laughs> I guess he, he can't know what real life will be like, but for mm -hmm. the moment, he is good with it. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about cat, 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 cat. Well, Zach is more confused than ever <laughs> <laughs> because of her statements earlier with the mentalist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it just her uncertainty is very disconcerting. He did not He's like, like, but we're right before hometowns. Why are you not sure? <laughs> I mean, it's a valid point. <laughs> Why? It does, it does not compute. It Every... makes me nervous. Uh-huh. Yeah. But Kat says it's been so hard, gone so long without seeing each other. I would never walk away, though, even though earlier I said I had thought about leaving. She does want that forever. Mm-hmm. And see, I just, I think that this is another moment of what we were talking about with, like, if if he liked her more, I think this conversation would have had a different outcome. For but, sure. But because she was already on his list of people to get rid of, it just played its course and didn't change anything, which is why, you know, we can have some of these other situations like with, I mean, we kind of had it a lot this episode with Charity and her difficulties talking with Zach about that stuff, Gabby and all of her ADHD and all, other stuff like, and he's just like, yeah, like, We'll, we'll get through this. But then bring in someone who's a disaster that he doesn't like and get out of here. <laughs> so. So Gabby ends up getting the rose. Uh-huh. And Ariel and Charity, <clears throat> like, genuinely are like, yeah, we're happy for you. And then Kat, I wrote down, said it sarcastically. A little bit said mm -hmm. obviously happy for you just sucks to not feel wanted so i just want to take a moment and go back briefly because with zach and cat so first of all he said something about feeling better after her explanation like her all of this stuff mm -hmm. nope not buying that but the other thing is we finally got a thank you for sharing this season. Oh, I think I missed that. Yes, that was at the that was at the end as he's kind of like showing her out of the room and everything. It's like thank you for sharing. That's not usually a good sign to hear that. No, it's not. I mean, <laughs> Matt, Matt James took that to a, an extreme, but yeah, it's make it's making a comeback, baby. Thank you for sharing that with me. Now get out. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> that's typically the context. Uh, so yes, and I'll, I will note as well that Zach gave Gabby the rose with zero hesitation, at least how it seemed in, in the edit. Yeah, he seemed he seems on board. Well, you just take it. Take it. I'm you're going to you're going to hometowns. So, it's time for Greer and Zach to finally finally reunite. Oh, <laughs> so romantic. So wonderful. So so beautiful. So she tells him she was worried their story was going to end. She should have been worried. Yeah, because this is, of course, just in the most sort of sterile environment possible, just at his hotel room. It's not even a nice location. No, I mean, she didn't even get to go on the group date. No. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been a clue that your days are numbered. Uh numbered try over <laughs> so zach said that everything was like fast and hot because she got the first impression rose but a lot has gone on since then we've had things stolen from us yeah you know just a, a lot of connections grew grew strong while she was away you know how that goes yeah he has so many thoughts <laughs> So, Greer said she'd be happy to introduce him to her family, which is wild. Like, you've barely seen him. Mm -hmm. You hadn't had a one-on-one. -on -one. It's been two weeks, or it's close to yeah. two weeks. You missed your tea, your tea date. I mean, just, it, no, it's not going well, which then he responds to that with, that he needs to feel 100% confident to give a hometown rose. And sadly, he is not 100% confident. <laughs> Definitely not. Try 40%. It's not high enough. No, he doesn't want to string her along. Mm -hmm. So then Greer whispers to him that she understands, respects it. Well, yeah, it was, she was having a very tough time emotionally, so she was, like, crying and trying to, like, reassure him that she didn't take it personally, essentially. And, and so it was very, it was very quiet. I, I just noted in her ITM after she left, but she said, I thought I was going to get a chance to catch up. Which, <laughs> that's what the producers wanted you to think. Oh, yeah, you know they were, like, gassing her up yeah, behind the scenes. He's been thinking about you all the time. He just can't stop talking about you. Ugh. Like, oh, man, when is Greer getting back? Ah, uh, I can't believe I have to take these other losers on dates when Greer isn't here. <laughs> oh, just all of that. I also saw that she forgot her waterproof mascara. Yep, and rubbed mascara on him when they hugged. A platonic ending for Greer. <laughs> Still don't get why he gave her the first impression, Rose. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How dare you? 
I mean, he did nothing with her after that. Yeah, it was a slightly wasted opportunity there. You think yeah. that he would actually pay a little bit of attention to her after that, but I guess not. So it's now time for Brooklyn's one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Which the first thing I wrote down was, is this her goodbye? Question mark. Well, you you were right. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about the date first, okay? Let's not get all sad and gloomy yet. There are some beautiful things here. So, I mean, the bike ride? Yeah, the bike riding was fun. You got, you got nothing else, huh? <laughs> um, I mean, I liked the the bathhouse part of the date. Well, you're skipping ahead now. Is that because you are terrified of hot air balloons? I mean, I might have zoned out during <laughs> that part. <laughs> Why? It's on. It's on television. It can't hurt you. No, but. <laughs> Yeah, so that they they the whole reason for the bike ride was to get to the hot air balloon and get elevated above the city and and enjoy themselves and and see the see the sights which look it was totally enclosed there's no way a human being was getting out of there you know I've... it wasn't even like a a like a normal hot air balloon in the sense that you typically think of hot air balloons of having actual baskets. Those seem for the, for very the, for unsafe. <laughs> okay, look, we're not gonna. We don't have time to get into the safety record of hot air balloons I've over the past some, hundred years. I've seen some real bumpy landings on the internet. <laughs> Be that as it may, this was as pretty much as safe as you could get. I mean, it was. The hot air balloon was tethered to a cable, so it just went up. It didn't actually go anywhere, and they were fully enclosed. Uh, so that was that was real, well, real great. And uh, they they head to a bathhouse, an outdoor bath bathhouse this time. Yes, with a lot of people in it. Yeah, that was that was crowded. Yeah, the more crowded a thing of water is, the less likely I am to get into it. Wow, you, you, is uh, is it just because you're you're kind of figuring the more people in it, the more turds are floating at any given time? Or I mean, you never know what you could find in the water. <laughs> wow, uh, I'm I'm sorry that this date has been full of phobias for you. That's uh, very unfortunate, and of course gotta talk to the locals yes there's always the old couple with marriage advice to give mm -hmm. who who were just chilling in the water playing chess that was funny <laughs> it was just so random i mean it's a it's a bathhouse you gotta have stuff to do while you relax in the warm water i, I guess so zach's yeah. When they ask, like, how they met, Zach says they met on a TV stage. I thought was an odd way of putting that. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's because she was the final one left from the, after the final oh, rose. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, the last one. And, of course, they start making out, and everyone's cheering after they were told to by the producers. Oh, yeah, that was weird. It was very, very awkward. <laughs> and their audio was terrible as they well, talked in the water. I mean, I guess it's hard to get the boom mic I mean, booms are booms are long, for goodness sake. Just maybe stretch they were, it out over the water. Maybe they were too far into the middle of the pool. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. This is laziness. <laughs> okay, and I won't stand for it, all right? I need better audio, all right? I have standards. This episode was full of bad audio for you. Mm-hmm. Yes, it really was. And I was significantly unhappy. Yeah, you know, if I notice it, then it must be really bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at night time, one of them said we just took a group bath, <laughs> which just proves my point from earlier. <laughs> and that's that's one way of thinking about it. <laughs> Unbelievable. <sighs> Are you okay? I'll be fine. Okay, this this is very <laughs> insensitive of you, given the tough moments ahead here. Very insensitive. So yeah, evening portion, uh, and she talks about how uh, her dad got out of there, so her mom was single mom, and. Grandpa raised Basically, her. Grandpa raised her, but her mom would do all these things for her uh, because if you know she's been in the rodeo circuit that other people's dads would do for them, lifting and moving stuff and driving mm -hmm. her all over the place. Um, and you know, it's just you know, very sad, sad, sad upbringing, some level. A lot of missing dads here. Yeah, a lot of tragic stories this season. Mm-hmm. Which we just go into, and it's never a good sign when the lead is like, I need to take a minute and think about things. Oh, yeah. I need some time to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, that that is what... The kids call a death knell. Yeah, Zach talks about who am I to be in that house if I'm not feeling confident. Which I guess is just kind of an excuse because he wants to send her home. Mm -hmm. Which his, uh, his thing there is, I mean, I guess good, good for you for figuring out how to eliminate these people with with goodwill but his comment was you deserve the love i can't give you that's a very bachelor line <laughs> <laughs> he probably asked the producers for a couple options it's like i need mm -hmm. a real i need a real like it has some punch to it that really just ends things on a note where if she gets mad at me, she's the jerk. 
I wondered, like, do they have like a clipboard of like breakup lines? Just... Probably. <laughs> Probably, yeah, because it then it puts her in the position where you know, she feels validated that, you know, he thinks she's so deserving of love and just that makes her feel good inside, but she's also devastated because she never wanted to go home and uh, just a real soup of emotions. Yeah, a real classy exit from Brooklyn. Thanks him for his honesty. Respects him for being up front. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he just keeps dodging those bullets of hatred. <laughs> yeah. Zach, yeah. however, on the social media, people are ripping into Zach lately. These last few episodes. Tell me all about it. Just they didn't like that conversation he had with Greer um, on the Zoom where he kind of like... The sales call one? Yes. They didn't like... Um, I mean, it kind of has trickled in over the season, but his decisiveness with sending people home, that's what people don't seem to like. I, mm. however, don't <laughs> mind. <laughs> I think, like, if you're going to, like, if you know it's not working, there's no need to drag it out. Like, it might be a little more blunt than we're used to seeing from Bachelors, but I think it's an interesting change of pace. Yeah, I guess my thought on that has been just generally that a lot of the stuff that happens around sort of anti-Zacks there, that that less decisive, all this stuff. I don't know if that necessarily serves the just inter interestingness of the show particularly. Like it takes up screen time, but does it actually add anything that's interesting? That particular brand of hemming and hawing, I'm not super convinced. So... I'm of the mind that if he's decisive and gets rid of people, because, again, we've talked about this so many times. It is it is way more cut and dried most of the time than we think or, or know from the footage. Like, oh, yeah. these decisions are are being made outside of our our eye and and what we're seeing is just the kind of working out in the end of that process yeah like women are slotted into roles essentially right exactly and so since that is the case regardless i don't really care about his more decisiveness because hopefully we gain some screen time there that we can have more interesting things in. Now, yeah. will they actually put more interesting things in those spaces? I mean, I think the answer so far has been no, but it's hard to tell what gets shifted and, and so forth. But yeah, I don't know if I agree with the internet in this case, but... Yeah, I've enjoyed watching Zach. They, they especially did not like the Jess thing last week. With his whole one-on-one, -on -one, which I, I I could see that. I could see their point with that one. But mm. still, I think he's been good. 
Well, nobody is perfect, not even Zack the Snack. <laughs> right, and then I think we just, it, it's not healthy for us to put these people up on pedestals, you know? No, they will get knocked down. Absolutely. So you gotta, you gotta take, take him for who he is. Just a, a man who loves family. Football and frozen pizza. Just, just a simple guy. Yeah. That's just who he is, and that's what you get. And I guess some people don't like that. I guess not. I, however, am not any more disturbed than I normally am watching the show. That's a positive. I mean, it's the <laughs> same amount, is what I'm saying. It's not less yes, either. But it could be worse, so at least it's not worse. I mean, you're always looking on the bright side of things. Back at the hotel, we see the suitcase get rolled away. The the women do the classic, put your hand over yes. your mouth to hide oh, so a smile. <laughs> that there's less competition. Then they do a group hug. That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, Solidarity. I guess so. So, rose ceremony time. Yeah. There is no cocktail party. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a big one tonight. Yeah. Jesse gets his second line of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so Kat goes home. What a long rose ceremony. So out on the breakup bench she asks why. Why? 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 I mean, asking that at this point, like, you just, you're not going to get the answer you want. I mean, he basically is like, things have changed. We had a good connection. Tried to make it make sense, but. But things. Here we are. Regressed. Yes. And you don't want them to regress. No. Zach tells her it's nothing she did, but she tried. It's nothing you did, but I just don't like you. I don't see you as anything more than a person, not even a friend, and especially not as a romantic partner. Wow. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> we see running mascara again. Mm -hmm. Look, it's an emotional time for them both. Even he was getting choked up. Yeah, Jesse had to like come hug him. I know. You know it's bad when you got to send in Jesse with the hugs. Yeah. But he was like... <clears throat> Uh, this wasn't on our pre-production checklist, and I will be charging an extra percent on top of my day rate for these hugs. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. So, I just gotta ask, Christy, I feel like this was really emotional... Just heavy-hitting episode. How do you feel now that we've reached the end of it? And we're I headed mean, into hometowns. I'm excited for hometowns. That's always a fun episode. So you're, you're not affected at all emotionally by this episode? I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Christy is entirely detached. <laughs> I liked the tag scene, though. That was extraordinarily weird. But funny. With Gabby and Katie. I don't understand 
they were in bathing suits in a tub together with a bunch of bubbles. This is how you know it's they're like dying of boredom in the hotel because there's literally nothing to do. Mm -hmm. Yep. And the windows are all glued shut so they can't jump out. So they got to go to the tub. Very silly. So Christy, I got to ask, have there been any crazy scandals that we haven't talked about? I didn't ask you at the beginning, so I'm asking you now. I don't think so. Things have been relatively quiet. Okay. Just yeah. figured I'd ask. You know, not everybody is quite got their finger on the pulse of Bachelor Nation like you do. And so well, I like to give you the opportunity to let some of that delicious stuff the, trickle down. The next Bachelorette has been spoiled, however. Oh, boy. Which I will not say on here, but you can go on the internet and find it. It better not be who I think it is. Who do you think it is? I, I will not say. Okay. Well, that's out there. Uh, but other than that, that's that's it. And it's incredibly boring. <laughs> I guarantee you. It's who I think it is. And it's boring. But anyway. Do uh, you have a kiss count? I do. 40. And even 40. Yeah, I thought we were going to have a bit of a slow episode at the beginning, but we picked up, you know, bathhouses get people amorous, I guess. I don't know. I've never been in one. Mm. Never. Never in my life. So I uh, I also don't particularly like uh, human tea water. That's what I call pools and <laughs> baths because that's really what it is you just got all those people making human tea lovely and what all, a lovely thought all their germs and just all of that seeping into the water and you just hope sometimes you even pray that the chlorine and other chemicals they put in there are strong enough mm. I hope so. <laughs> well, that's why Christy doesn't get in. No. And I don't either. Never been in a bathhouse. Have been up a funicular. So, Christy, where are we on social media? You can find us at Group Dates Podcast on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. Woo! We're just all the rage these days. <laughs>